0: This week, we didn't even watch a movie. No, it's time for our two year podversary special. This is Body Counts and Beer. Welcome to a very special Body Counts and Beer. This week, it is our belated two-year podversary special! I've been pronouncing
1: it podversary.
0: Oh no! That makes us sound so much more violent than we actually are. I
1: mean, it's about action movies, right, dude? Oh yeah, good point.
0: We drink a lot. That's true. And we're pretty belligerent to the movies we watch. Yeah, these movies hangry up the (laughs) blood. All right. Let me take that back! Hello, and welcome to a very special Body Counts and Beer for our two year Podversary Special: Potality! <laughs> Podless Victory! <laughs>
1: So, I like that Patrick went for the, like, old-timey James Cagney Tommy gun.
2: (gasps) That's how I do all of my old-timey gunning of things. Speaking of which, I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. Guys,
1: I feel like John Rooney today. Nice. Oh,
2: good for you. Right? I'm comfortable in my own skin. Yeah, so right now... I hear that pro loft is cooking in.
0: uh, So, yeah, right now as we speak... uh, it is our very belated uh, two-year podversary or podversary special. We've been doing this now for just over two years. Uh, I feel like we've learned a lot. Definitely. I think like we've grown
1: a lot as people. Yeah. Correct.
0: And in height. Patrick is 6'5 now. I know.
2: <laughs> it's crazy.
0: Uh, so yeah, this, uh, this week we're just going to go through what we did like kind of like what we did last time. Uh, some favorites, some least favorites, all sorts of things. So I'm going to get the ball rolling here. Uh, and we're going to be discussing first things first our favorite movies of the past year uh that we've done for the show uh so why don't we go around the horn patrick we'll start with you what's your favorite movie we've done uh in the past year easy dragon blade wow
2: so much friendship so much fighting i loved all of it and there was
0: adrian brody and i'm usually like fuck that guy
2: but it was pretty great
0: yeah, Adrian Brody definitely does a fun, like, chewing the scenery villain turn oh, in yeah, that movie. Yeah. He, he
1: did through the ditches. He burned through the witches. He slammed in the back of his dragon
0: blade. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And you add oh, the two. That modes. one hit way too hard for me. That one hit way too hard as somebody who purchased Hellbilly Deluxe on its release day in 1998. Ooh. That's right. I also own Hellbilly Deluxe 2. Ooh. Ooh. Solid, solid album, actually. Uh, yeah, Dragon Blade was a surprisingly dope movie, uh, especially for a movie headlined by Jackie Chan and John Johnson. Cusack. Yeah. You know, that noted martial arts team of Chan. Jackie Chan and John John High Fidelity Cusack John Eight Men Out Cusack (laughs) Better Off Dead John Max Cusack where he utters the immortal line Come on Hitler I'll buy you a lemonade
1: Oh God That's right (laughs) So I should come back next time I have diarrhea You could do worse. (laughs) <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> and lo and behold, the wise sage's words rang true as he went on to do much worse. True.
0: Uh, hey, babe. Yeah? Babe, uh, here. Jump <laughs> on here real quick. Uh, my wife, uh, D. she has been on the show before. Rambo 3. Great episode. Uh, no. Actually. Was
1: that the one where she just wanted to eat a whole cake? Yeah. Yes. And, and I
2: heard later it
0: didn't happen. Yes. No, All right. I've right. I've paid for that. Uh, so, anyways, anyways, uh, D, uh, restri- remind me if I'm um, incorrect, but I think I am. You actually saw the premiere of Max at the Toronto International Film Festival when it came out, correct? Yep. I went to the gal. That's right. And you sat very close to John Cusack. Well, what happened was we got last minute because it was the gal. We got those last minute tickets, weren't for standing in line. So it was all dark when we went in, and we got seated. And my friend and I were laughing through a good chunk of this movie. <laughs> oh, it is no. not a comedy. <laughs> Which is what I said out loud. And he loudly proclaimed, but it has to be. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a great time. Uh, and people were laughing around us. So we knew like, this wasn't an original opinion. And then the lights came up, and about four or five rows in front of us was uh, John Cusack. And I believe Molly Parker plays his wife. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Ooh, Did they give you dirty looks? No, they did not look back. Oh, yeah. Power move. Well, no, that's John Cusack's philosophy. Never look back. back. Well, I think John Cusack's philosophy is wear a dark-colored baseball hat and sunglasses at all times. Sure. (laughs) <clears throat> and, and, yeah, and show up at Cubs games even though he's a Sox fan. Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, moving on, John, what's your favorite movie we've watched last year?
1: Uh, I Well, the favorite movie that I watched last year that we ended up covering was definitely Last Jedi. Nice. Uh, mm. But I think the favorite movie that we like just watched specifically for this podcast, I, you know, I, I don't know. There's been so many wonderful memories. <laughs> uh, did we do True Lies? We did. Yeah. yeah, I think that one caught me by surprise because it is a movie that I had seen a lot as a kid because it was one of those movies that was like on a Showtime free preview that course, we like recorded. Yeah. Uh, and I remember distinctly the beginning of that movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger like scuba dives under the frozen lake and then cuts his way out and then takes off his wetsuit to reveal a tuxedo. But then I had no other memory of that movie.
0: (laughs) Oh, I bet you had at least one more memory of that movie.
1: That's true. Jamie Lee Curtis (laughs) hanging off of a helicopter. Yeah.
0: Yep, sure. (laughs) Uh,
1: Well, no, I had, uh, in my mind, I had replaced the striptease scene she did with the parody of the scene that was on The Critic. (laughs) Of course, (laughs) yeah. Makes sense. Right? That's better. But uh, watching it again, especially after the profound disappointment that was was revisiting Terminator 2 and right. finding to my dismay that it did not hold up. Uh, if it is your favorite action movie, you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, but also, if you hold the opinion that it's better than Terminator 1, you're still Oh, you wrong. are incredibly wrong. Wow. Terminator 1 I have seen recently, and fuck, that movie holds up real well. Yeah, that one way better mm-hmm. than 2. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think True Lies is the one that I was most... Uh, pleasantly surprised
2: to do yeah, for this sure. podcast. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. True Lives was a good time.
0: Yeah, True Lives was good. Uh that episode featured our good friend Chris Bashan, uh who you can hear on the Nerd Outcast podcast, Solid Podcast. It's very good. You should subscribe to that as well. Um but yeah. Sorry, is that the one
1: uh is he on the half of that podcast that Big Boy did or is he on the Andre 3000? Is he a speaker box or a love below? Uh
0: he's definitely a speaker box. <laughs> <laughs> He likes the way you move. I uh, There's nothing I can say about it. Sure.
1: No, I get it. He does like to walk around like his shit don't stink.
0: No, he's not a love
1: below. Yeah, I, the, the song was about the speaker box, though. That was Andre's diss track for the speaker box.
0: No, was it wasn't. it was. It's not. It's about a girl.
1: No, it was targeted almost directly at Big Boy to the point where the music video is they're both rival high school gangs. And, uh, fucking kids in the hall. But
0: he's on the song. (laughs) Uh, Big Boy does a rap on the song. Yeah. You shut up.
1: (laughs) Andre 3000 and Big Boy have a very complicated relationship. True.
0: Hey, guys, what's better than talking about action movies? Three white beardy guys talking about early 2000s hip hop. That's right. (laughs) Uh, yeah, anything? I really
1: hate falling into the stereotype of just like, yeah, I'm a white guy that likes Outcast. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: I am, hey, the, don't worry. I'm a white guy that likes Everlast. So. I was going to say, I feel like
1: I am just like... Hey, man, Whitey Ford sings the blues. If you're, if you're creating a character in like a video game, I am just the default white guy. <laughs> like, before you make any changes to the character model, I am Del- just like... Oh, Dave so you're... Chappelle's
0: impersonation of a white guy. Yeah, exactly. So basically, you're Parzival from Ready Player One. Good work, John. Oh,
1: no! <laughs> I've become what I hate the most. <laughs> uh, all right,
0: Mark, your favorite movie from the past year. Uh, well, uh, i probably also go with Last Jedi. Last Jedi was a fantastic movie. But as far as movies that we watched specifically for the podcast, uh, I'm actually going to go with uh, a little movie Called Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's such a terrible movie, but I had so much fun. I have so much fun. I watch Maximum Overdrive at least once a year. I have so much fun watching uh, sentient blobs of cocaine run away from <laughs> truck shaped blobs of cocaine. Hey, this so machine fun. just called me an asshole. <laughs> that alone is worth the price honey, of watching it honey. on a stolen Hulu password. Oh,
1: man. I think, honestly, uh, the trailer for that movie
2: is in. Oh. A- Incredible oh work of art. Cinematic masterpiece.
0: Uh, just Stephen King pointing directly at you, <laughs> yeah. the viewer. No,
2: a cocaine blob
0: <laughs> yeah. shaped like
2: Stephen King.
0: I'm going to scare the hell out of you. Uh. What I
1: love is if you were to look up hubris in the dictionary, <laughs> it just plays
0: that trailer. Oh, and then the entirety of the Dark Tower movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, We almost watched that tonight, guys. I don't yeah, know so We, know. we can't very so really Close. Uh, all right, well, moving on. What was our least favorite movie we've watched from the past year? Uh, John, we'll start with you. Least favorite movie we've watched from the past year? Cyborg. Wow. Yeah, by
1: a country mile.
0: Wow. Cyborg by yeah. a country
1: mile. Wow. That movie wasn't even really fun to hate watch because it just didn't try that
0: hard. <laughs> are you, wait, 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 John, are you telling me? Uh A movie that exists solely out of the ashes of Masters of the Universe 2 and Spider-Man. And then they just turned it into a weird Jesus allegory starring a barely speaking English Jean-Claude Van Damme where he's even crucified but does cool splits only one time. Wasn't fun to hate one? No. (laughs) And it wasn't working hard? It really... Boy. John, Mm, mm. it turned an empty construction site Uh that was being built for (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man.
1: Did you hear... Into a place uh, where
0: a guy got harpooned.
1: Did you hear about uh, how that Spider-Man movie almost came to be? was apparently uh, James Cameron was meeting with Chris Claremont and Stan Lee to do an X-Men movie in, Mm -hmm. like, late 80s, early 90s. Uh, And Stan Lee sits down and says, So, James Cameron, I understand you like
0: Spider-Man!
1: And that's the two of them just talked for two hours about Spider-Man and Chris Claremont left the room.
0: <laughs> Rightfully so,
1: yeah, right? I'd bail. So that's that's how they went from maybe doing a shitty X-Men movie to definitely not doing a shitty Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs>
0: movie. I would just like to say, uh, Mr. Chris Claremont, uh, John and I had the pleasure of meeting him a couple years ago at C2E2 here in Chicago. Where he gave
1: us a card to his website.
0: Which he then pointed out was not functional at the time. <laughs> he was... He- he was the only artist on Artist Alley who charged money for autographs uh, because he needed the money to pay to get his website up and running nice. so we could read his weird book that is on there somewhere. Yep. Nice. Uh, he also made fun of me for wearing a Spider-Man hoodie. Yep. Ooh. And all I wanted in the world was to show back up the next day with my copy of Spider-Man Meets the Cast of Saturday Night Live, <laughs> written by Chris Claremont. Buddy. But I knew if I did that, he'd probably Tear it up in front of my face and then ask for five bucks.
1: You've got a second chance, cause guess who's coming to town for C two E two this no. year? Are you serious? I am dead serious. I
0: am bring. I'm doing it this year. I am absolutely doing yes. it this year. We'll
1: take pictures and post them on the website. We don't have. Yeah. Uh, well,
0: yeah, it's just because it doesn't work just like his. Yeah. yeah. If so you me- send us five dollars, <laughs>
1: if you meet me on the street, I'll give you a card to our website.
0: <laughs> uh, Patrick, worst movie. You're least favorite movie that we watched this last year. I have
2: to completely disagree with John. If there is a movie that we watched that involved nobody giving a goddamn about what was happening, that movie was Justice League.
0: Right. We nobody had
2: watched, in that movie cared at all. We
1: watched that, what, last? last That's time. our last episode. That's the most recent yeah. one. I have no memory of that movie. <laughs> it's gone. I re- nothing
0: yeah. happened and no one cared. Look, there's a bat crab? Ha ha ha! And, spa- and Superman throws a giant stone version of his head at cops. Yeah, he I, does that all right.
1: I remember that it took place in a DC universe that was populated exclusively by the above-the-title cast mm-hmm. of the movie. Right. They were... No extras.
2: Yeah. yeah. No extras, no side characters. And I remember in, in
1: the first like two minutes of that movie, it posits that David Bowie and Prince were aliens. Yes. Correct. Just yes. like Superman. Oh god, it's all coming back. David I'm Bowie. Mad Superman, at you and now, Prince. Patrick, hey, for making me bad believe news, this. That was a terrible movie.
0: <laughs> it really was
1: bad. It really made Well, so I I I'm very interested to know this because I am deep into the DC mythology, as we talked about in our bonus episode for that. But for you, Patrick, someone who's a bit of a dilettante to the world of comic <laughs> books, what the fuck did even you think of that nothing, happening?
2: Nothing! happened in that movie! Like, like it's not
1: I, I, want, I want you to explain to me the plot as you remember it. I
2: know enough about Batman to not recognize anything that was shown to me about Batman on that movie <laughs> I was like, wait a minute This is literally (laughs) antithetical to everything the cartoon ever taught me. (laughs) And I do know enough about Aquaman to know that he was kind of a guy who wore orange and green and had a nice blonde haircut (laughs) and not Rob Zombie. (laughs) And I don't know anything about Wonder Woman at all and I guess she seemed fine.
0: I mean, see the Wonder Woman movie because I've pretty heard good, good. things. Yeah, yeah, the Wonder Woman movie is really solid. It's I have really heard good, good things. Uh, but in Justice League, they just decided all of a sudden to hike her skirt up a little bit, yeah. give her some like hot, like super flashy lipstick, and pull like show more boobs.
2: And she is a two dimensional, emotionless, thoughtless, pointless character, just like all of the rest of them in Justice League.
0: Yeah, it was a real bummer.
2: Everyone in Justice League sucks.
0: That movie was for me like a. Uh, it was mostly a dis like a very disappointing movie because like I like I wasn't expecting like genius from it because obviously all the DC movies aside from Wonder Woman have been not good so far. But from what I had heard, like from people who had seen the movie and some of the reviews was like this was a step forward for them. They had abandoned like a lot of that grim dark bullshit from BVS and like they had like kind of put the fun back in DC. And you know, really, we're going to compete with Marvel. And instead, what they did was somebody uh, went to Chipotle, and they <laughs> ate like four burrito bowls with carnitas. Then they ate a digital, like a DVD, of Batman versus Superman. And then, when the resultant diarrhea hit, they did it onto animation cells. And then used that Disney camera where they've got like four cells stacked on top of each other. So
1: that the moon stays the same size when you're panning in. Yeah, Yeah. And
0: then then just shot that and that was the movie. And those poo splotches just happened to look (laughs) look like Superman and Batman and The Flash. I had talked to several people who had seen that movie who were like, The Flash was really great in that movie. No, And to me he was like insane. Sufferable. Yeah, he is a he Big Bang
2: Theory character.
0: He, he's he's like young Sheldon. Yeah, He's young Sheldon. If young Sheldon can run fast. Yeah. He kind of reminded me of Edward Furlong in Terminator 2. Like just obnoxiously terrible. Yeah, With nothing to add. Ugh. If he just called somebody a dipshit in that movie, I'd have been like, it's actually Edward Furlong. Uh, Mark. Mark least favorite movie of the past year uh, that we watched. I probably would say Justice League, but because I want to pick something else, I'm going to go with the 1999 John McTiernan Pooh Fest, 13th Warrior, (laughs) based off Michael Crichton's Eaters of the Dead. I don't
1: understand how the writer of uh, Iron Man 3 could make such a terrible movie as 13th Warrior.
2: Well, the thing about John McTiernan... John
1: McTiernan, you know, the the writer and director of Iron Man 3. No, that's Shane Black, John. No, Shane Black did Die Hard. John,
0: this bit died so <laughs> <laughs> This is such a last year bit, John.
1: Yeah. And much like the makers of 13th Warrior, I am prodding that corpse in the hopes that some of its gas escaping will be mistaken for movement.
0: Yeah. Sure, fair enough. No, you got me there. <laughs> uh, 13th Warrior was a movie that was just so... Boring. Yeah. So boring. Long
2: stretches of nothing happening.
0: Yeah. Just based on uh, based on the Michael Crichton book *Eaters of the Dead*, based off of Beowulf, one of the oldest stories ever. Yeah. It's a real simple story. Knight fights dragon. Knight sleeps with dragon's mom. Dragon's mom has baby. Baby kills knight. End of story. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you had to do. We didn't need a bunch of weird like si- we didn't need like a ten minute montage. Of Antonio Banderas learning to speak the language. Yeah,
2: yeah. He learned English so that he could speak to the Vikings Ugh. who spoke English. Sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was just the absolute goddamn worst and it makes me really angry uh, that we watched it. Uh, so, yeah. That was my least favorite. 13th
2: Warrior. Tough break, Jimmy uh man.
0: Yeah. So now we're going to go around here, uh, uh, what, what were the biggest surprises of the year? Uh, I know we kind of touched on that a little bit uh, with True Lies, John, uh, but what movie that we watched uh, really like kind of like surprised you either by its quality or non-quality? Patrick, why don't you start?
2: I'm going to go with Passenger 57. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that? I, it turned out to be, I was curious that that would not hold up very well, and I'm not saying it's like the favorite movie I watched this year, but it did pretty decent. For what I uh, expected to be just terrible.
0: Very interesting. Actually, I, I also was going to pick Passenger Fifty Seven for the opposite reason, though. Yeah. I felt uh, it surprisingly disappointed me. Really? Because Drop Zone was so good. Oh, yeah. Well, we can't swoop. You can't. There's no swoop. <laughs> right. We can't talk about movies without swoop
2: and compare them to movies with swoop.
0: Sure, but like that really bummed me out. Uh oh. Uh, that that we you know we have this this uh, Wesley Snipes airplane movie duology. Yeah, we're going back. one so good and one so not good. And it's mediocre. I remember
2: it being worse than it was about Passenger 57. So that might be a a reflection of how much I didn't care for it when I saw it the first time.
0: Sure, sure, sure. John, most your biggest surprise.
1: This was the biggest surprise because I had completely misremembered the trailer for this movie, mm-hmm. but I was surprised that Reign of Fire was a post-apocalyptic dragon movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, it's true. In my head, as a kid, I remembered only that one scene where they shoot flaming arrows from an old castle and re- thought like, oh, it's like a weird fantasy movie. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, nope, there's Gerard Butler and fucking, what is it, Christian Bale mm-hmm. acting yeah. out Star Wars for some kids. That's
2: right. And Matthew McConaughey's Dick Walk. Boy, howdy. <laughs> don't ever forget that dick walk. Jesus, who could?
0: Uh, I, I don't. It's what I, I... Uh, that's actually my god I pray to it every night
2: (laughs) I try to get off the bus with that walk every day (laughs) since I've seen that movie just I it out there
0: also uh, uh, another guy uh, in our long line of characters that we've come across and will come across next week when we uh, uh, talk about um, the movie we talk about next week uh, uh, Double Impact Uh, Matt McConaughey another long line of guys who just chew on dry cigars (laughs) yeah
2: yeah Yeah. In the great history of people eating dried (laughs) spars.
1: I think since we've watched that movie, not a week goes by that I don't recall oh, it's water. (laughs) <laughs> like for some reason that 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 whole like it, it was such a background detail that was threaded throughout the movie. Yeah. It paid off in such a small way, but it worked so well.
0: It really did. I
1: like yeah. yeah. of Fire*. a solid flick. It's a pretty fucking good movie, I actually. there
2: were like two cabbages in that movie, and it turned out they weren't there at all. <laughs> so that was actually Jesus a big mix-up.
1: The whole movie, we were waiting <laughs> for on those these fucking cabbages. cabbages.
0: Yeah, no, that and broke it, my heart. And it turned out Patrick had can. Fused Tomatoes for
2: happiness. <laughs> <laughs> happiness is the best of us
0: <laughs> Alright uh, One last thing we're going to go around here Let's. Uh, this is just kind of the honorable mentions That we always uh, kind of end up getting towards Just what's, what's something from the past year That really struck your fancy Something that you remember Something that you hate Something that makes you want to mm, I don't know Publish your favorite Mulligatani recipe Anything like that Patrick can I say that
2: Ninja Turtles movie was garbage? No you at the wow. time. But man, that Ninja Turtles movie was garbage. Wow. I mean, it's profoundly uneven.
1: <laughs> sure, sure. But it's got some good stuff in it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Raphael yells damn so loud the entire <laughs> all five boroughs of New York City hear it.
1: Casey Jones, I did not remember at all, but, like, he kind of steals the movie. But- uh, well, yeah, he also turned out to be a super misogynistic creep. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure, but I do like at the end, what family? Fa- you, you call this family? Okay. <laughs>
0: But then he's like It's solid. He defeats the Foot Clan by belittling their sacred rights. Including Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Then he forces himself on April O'Neill and it's like, you gross. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, the the nineties
1: were showing in that movie. Yeah,
0: the eighty nines, yeah. Real rough. John, honorable mentions, just anything that comes to mind that you sticks out this year for you.
1: Jeez, uh, the the long lost episode that we had recorded for Last Jedi. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so uh, we so we had ended
0: up doing like what like a four hour episode for that that mm-hmm. got published. No, so we recorded ours was just over two hours, so two hours. Yeah. And the final version that came out was two hours and I think seven minutes. Right. And yeah. Then we there, to do there's. It again. No, about no, no.
2: the one that we put out?
0: That's the one that came out. Okay. The one that didn't come out was like four hours <laughs> long. It was actually two minutes shorter <laughs> yeah, uh, than the one we did put out and we had a guest that week Devin Pruitt uh, of Bye Bye Liver uh, and we had just like we went to
1: the theater and saw the movie together one more time and then ran back to your house to do it like school kids trying to get home and want in time to watch fucking Dragon Ball Z after school we were all so excited we threw our backpacks in the closet kicked off our shoes and
0: said I don't care about homework ma DPZ is on <laughs> Uh, and we recorded a whole episode that, uh, because I'm a dum-dum, got recorded through the laptop mic and not the regular mic. Uh, and it sounded like this.
2: Yeah, no, we do have it up somewhere. If you are like trying to give yourself a migraine,
0: <laughs> oh no, believe me when I say it was. We recorded the, that regular <laughs> episode over it. <laughs> it. Does not exist. I made sure. Unlike unlike the fabled lost pilot for Commando, the original episode one. If you go through our episode titles, you will notice we start with episode two. There is an episode one for Commando. It was there for a couple weeks uh, it was pulled down because at the time we didn't have enough storage space to have more than three episodes at a time uh, and so I had to get rid of it because frankly it didn't really sound great we didn't know what we were doing there were no bullet points yet we called it lightning round like a bunch of idiots I was making it up as we went along uh, but it does exist and maybe someday we'll release it as a bonus episode I always threaten to do that I never do I always think better of it uh, Mark surprises from this past year uh, I will say that I was kind of surprised while uh, re-watching uh, Escape from New York uh, how as much as I love Escape from New York rewatching it I was kind of like eh, this movie's not really that good yeah. and it's not very action-packed no, no. Not no. a whole lot happens. It's, it's an
2: adventure movie. Like you're definitely yeah. watching them yeah. go through this place and find people and find it, stuff.
1: It's closer to like the like original Mad Max movies where it's more about living in this weird world and seeing these bizarre cultures than it is right. about like action.
0: Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one last thing before we go, we're going to go around the horn. What movie do you want to do for this podcast that we haven't done yet? Uh, Just something that, like, your dream movie for this podcast that we haven't done. John, what do you think?
1: Boy, it is a real close tie between the John Woo classic, A Better Tomorrow 2. Yes, start with part two. Okay. Uh, It's not as... The story is not as good as part one. The story is kind of shit. But the last act of that movie is the main character starting on floor one of a skyscraper, fighting his way up to the roof, and it's incredible it is goddamn great uh but that is tied very closely to John
0: Wick yes. which yeah which is just an John entire Wick, movie of that yeah it's kind of i'm kind of surprised we haven't done John Wick we really need to and and i will say the reason we haven't is because none of us own it. It's yeah. not yeah. available on any of the streaming services. It's
2: the Peter Gabriel of movies. <laughs> it's not on Spotify. It's not on YouTube. You have to buy it still. There, Fuck there's you, man. no
1: there's no jacket required. Right. <laughs> That's Phil Collins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Peter Gabriel. Okay. John, stop making these jokes because you might get murdered. <laughs> oh no.
0: Oh, oh Let
1: me ask you this. Have you ever seen uh, Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins in the same place at the same time? Actually yes, they yes. were in Genesis for together. like <laughs>
2: ten years. No there was no, Peter no, Gabriel no. like a big hamster wheel and then behind him. Was Phil Collins playing the drums. That was was a
1: bald weirdo on drums and a giant tentacle monster taking the microphone. Exactly what
2: I
0: said. (laughs) Phil Collins on drums, Peter Gabriel singing lead. Also, I just realized that Genesis is the anime of bands. (laughs) Right? Uh, Patrick, what movie do you want to watch uh, I, for the show, and why?
2: I'm a little bit hesitant because I can't remember if we watched it for this or not. Or, but a few years ago, I rewatched this movie, and I remember, and I re- distinctly remember thinking to myself, "Holy crap, this is violent." and that is Young Guns ooh we
0: have not watched Young Guns but Young I would be on board Guns for that is, too. and my
2: recollection of it is that it's extraordinarily violent is much that- more violent than I remember from the early 90's Emilio Estevez yeah Kiefer a bunch Sutherland. of like Brat, uh, Brat Pack yeah, early 90's yeah Kiefer Sutherland
0: um, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips yeah. I think Charlie Sheen maybe not, maybe I don't know because there's I
2: I often fall into the trap of mixing up one and two.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Sheen's in one of them, isn't I, he? I believe he is in yeah, one Yeah, of yeah, yeah. And John, John Bon Jovi's in one of them. John Bon Jovi did the uh, basically the whole soundtrack for yeah, two. He did. It's like a Bon Jovi solo album. And it has Blaze
2: of Glory. Blaze of Glory.
0: Cause they wanted to use um the I'm a Cowboy uh, on a Dead, or Dead or Alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah they want to use Dead or Alive and Bon Jovi was like, nah man, th- that song means too much to me and it's not about like westerns and shooting people. I'll write you a fucking song. <laughs>
2: yeah, and it's Blaze of Glory and it's fucking awesome. It really is. Do you know Bon Jovi's coming out with wine? I'm not surprised. You? Uh, yeah. No, there's my mom... That lady's demographic would buy that wine. That is a valid point. Yeah, no, you get like currently 60-year-old women, they will fucking eat that shit up. Well, no, they'll drink it. Well, yeah. And eat, munch the labels, I guess? I don't know. (laughs) They'll probably
1: enjoy it with their lunch or dinner. They'll have a prepared meal. I mean, probably.
2: But they're going to buy it if his face is on it.
1: That's true. No question about it. Uh, it'll be a real missed opportunity if he doesn't name it Wanted
2: Red or a White. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That was really
0: well done, right? John. Yeah. I'm, I'll
2: it's, be... I mean, it's very similar. Like, if you're my mom's age and you're a lot trashier than my mom, <laughs> Guys, that's how Sammy Hagar sells tequila. <laughs> life,
1: <laughs> life is like an open highway. I like to think I did it with Cabernet.
0: <laughs> Interesting.
1: Uh, I guess what I'm saying is, Bon Jovi, hire me to write yeah. fucking slogans for your
0: dumb shit. Why? Well, as long
2: as it can... Uh, when you uncork it, it should do the Richie Sambora solo. The like, wow, 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 wow.
0: wow. Yeah, yeah, like the no. voice box talk box right. thing. Right, it's yeah, gotta yeah. do that, yeah. Uh, I feel like when you open it, like, uh, just hairspray should shoot out. <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right, aqua. It should have like an aquanet like pump at the just, top. Just bam. Uh, Mark, uh, what movie do you want to watch for this podcast and why? Uh, Well, uh, actually, we kind of already did it, uh, but you won't know till next week. We did Double Impact, (laughs) which is one of the very first movies I pitched for the show. And every now and then, we'll give you a little little look behind the curtain. We'll have a little text thread going. It's like, what movie are we going to watch? And I'll usually pitch four or five ideas. And Double Impact is always within them. (laughs) And it is never chosen. So today I made the executive decision... To not watch executive decision and instead watch double impact but if there's any other movie i wanted to watch for this podcast uh i would definitely say i want to revisit commando yeah no commando, it's great bill duke's in it yeah bill duke uh that weird australian guy uh who, who is like not really in very good shape but it's tall, so I guess that's okay to fight on Schwarzenegger. Right. And he gets stabbed to death and steam piped. Yeah, he does. pretty great. I can't remember. It's just the I have
1: again, I, I have just a shit memory. So
0: they also two years ago. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, is uh fucking um uh,
0: Alyssa it's, Milano? It's Alyssa Milano sits at the
2: breakfast table talking about uh, making Did you call gay call him girl George. Yeah.
0: George. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I guess I'm also trying to remember. Is the the actor that plays Jerry Horn from Twin Peaks in this? Um, the same guy that goes Warriors come out to play. Yes, he is. Okay, he's
0: the guy cool. who plays Sully. From the immortal, yeah. immortal line, do you remember when I would kill you last summer? I lied. I lied, I lied. yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. It, uh, whatever your opinions on Twin Peaks, watch the third season. It's incredible. Jerry Horn becomes a legal weed dealer because it takes place in Washington. <sighs> and there's one scene where it's the cold open to the episode, and he is just in the woods by himself struggling with his cell phone, and he finally calls his brother Jerry, and he's just like, my car... Has been stolen? I think I'm high! (laughs) And it is incredible. Nice.
0: That sounds great. (laughs) Can
1: we watch Twin Peaks for the podcast? No.
0: No, but we can do a spinoff podcast where we watch Twin Peaks, but muted yeah, yeah. and played over it steely dan
2: albums. deal deal as long as i don't have to listen to the actual soundtrack to twin peaks
0: i'll watch it. no man you get to listen to michael mcdonald do sweet backing vocals it's Fuck gonna yeah. be great yeah. mm. you're gonna see like like kyle mclaughlin ordering a piece of pie but what you're gonna hear is nice. it's I gonna like be really it. great and
2: eventually we will watch a dread movie right
0: I would yeah. love to do Dread. Dread is another one that would be fantastic. The, the good Dread. The Alex Garland, Carl Urban Dread. Not the not, Celeste not, Stallone not, Dread? No. I, that's going to be one that you'll have to fight me to get out of the show. Pretty hard. Uh, so that'll do it for our two-year podversary special. Podversary. Oh, I was getting there, but thank you. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. Please Keep listening. Uh, if you have, if you ever want to reach out to us, all that information is at the end. But again, you can always uh, email us at bodycountsandbeer at gmail.com. You can like us on our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash bodycountsandbeer. And of course, uh, our Twitter page, uh, at bodycountcast. And
2: don't forget to send your regular letters <laughs> on a pair free... of beers and bullets. <laughs> In
1: somewhere Illinois. Uh, 123 Beer Street. Yeah.
0: Chicago, Illinois. Well, you
2: know, we're in Champaign.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we are not. We are in definitely PBR territory (laughs) now. I gotta say though, uh, if you own a business
1: and want us to say the name of that business for money. Oh, yeah, no.
2: Give them a real address.
0: Yes, if you are if you are a business that, say, maybe sells, I don't know, mattresses in a box and sends them to people. Or maybe squares of space. Yeah, or maybe boxes of food or that you can assemble. Or full of monkeys. Yeah, if you do any of those I things. I will review
1: Pokemon toys if you want me to for money. Show's over, guys.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so for Body Counts and Beer, I am Mark Rosendahl. I am Patrick Bromley. I am, and forever will be.
1: You're John Rooney. Wow.
0: So Forever?
1: Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah nice. Well, Touching. until I get married to my fiance and then it's off the table. Yeah. You
0: taking her name? You're somebody yeah. else's John Rooney at that point? I actually
1: am. Yeah. It's going to be neat. Nice. Although, what's fucking shitty is for like a woman to take the man's name, she just has to fill out like a form. For me to take her name, I have to post it in the newspaper so
2: that all of my creditors know. Yeah. <laughs> It's absolutely true. That's absolutely true.
1: It's insane. Yeah. I
2: look forward to the uh, to the, the the full page Tribune ad about how John Rooney is changing his name.
1: It's gonna be uh, right across the page from uh, fucking Billy Corgan's full page ad that the Pumpkins are getting back together.
0: <laughs> oh dear, Chicago! I'm John Rooney, and I'm changing my last name. Also, you see this Zwan looking motherfucker to the left. Fuck that guy. He's a piece of shit.
1: Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. If you've seen him on Alex Jones's show where he is wrapped entirely in scarves. God damn it. No, that sounds terrifying. Oh, are we Google talking it? about the
2: same Alex Jones and the same Billy Corgan? Oh, yes, we are. Fuck yes. <laughs> oh, of
0: course. That like gets the Patrick Bromley stamp approval. Yes. Oh. You might as well have just told him there were boobs there, John. Well, <laughs> are that. there boobs there?
1: I mean, there's a woman that works for the network. If I watch it, oh, the I was gonna say to Alex Jones.
0: Alex Jones seems pretty thick up top. <laughs> there's probably some. Moves. Uh, come at me, Alex Jones. <laughs> hey, man, that guy was in Waking Life. Really?
2: Yeah, no, he's totally in Waking Life. He is the uh, guy driving around in the car, screaming at everybody.
1: Oh, so alright. life imitates art. Yeah. Okay,
0: cool, interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for our two-year podversary or podversary special. Versary. We'll see you next week when we talk about the Jean Claude Van Damme classic Double Impact. Ouvre.
2: Double Impact.
0: Oof. Oof. Yeah, that's Oof. like a <laughs> body of work. <laughs> yeah, that's like opus. a bunch of movies. That's oh. the one I'm looking for. Opus. Opus. Sure. The Those Van Damme Opus. opus. Right. Uh, Van Opus. Yeah. It's a lot like Mr. Holland's opus, but there's less deaf kids. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of very close impact gunfire. There's yeah, got to be a lot say. of permanent hearing damage. Right. Yeah. Valid point. Valid point. We'll see you next time. Pew. Pew, pew. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a rating or review. Like us on Facebook, you can follow us on Twitter at Cast, or feel free to email us at bodycountsandbeer at gmail.com. It's been a great two years. Let's make it another 1,000 more.